take a walk, ride, stroll, or just listen as you take hold and engage because you are now entering the Cerebral Podcast. The wordplay of the day. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines the phrase food for thought as something that warrants serious consideration. But if you're thinking about food while you're eating it, like I did, you might be chewing on thought more than you thought. Or you can just add the taste for thought too. The thought of the day comes from German physicist Albert Einstein. He is well known for the theory of relativity. He said, It's not that I'm so smart. It's just that I stay with problems longer. Hello friends and welcome back to the Cerebral Podcast. For new listeners, the Cerebral Podcast is me talking about my crutches as disability devices and literary devices. I grew up before the ADA like a fish out of water in a mainstream environment. I often used my cerebral against the palsy with a 6T formula. Think, trust, tool, try, test, and train. I've also used the agile mindset throughout my life and career. I tried to build my own sense of character using my different senses. Before we get deeper into this episode, I want to thank listeners in Germany, Canada, the United Kingdom, and the United States. This is episode 106. Thank you for joining me today. And for those returning listeners, thank you for sticking with me on this Literary and Literal Crutch Journey Preface May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I have been talking about my different senses of myself. Today I am talking about the sense of taste and eating. In this week's Rite of Passage Experiences or Rope, I am talking about some anxiety I had around food and sense of taste. Be sure to listen for one or two things that you can take away from this episode. Now, let's both take hold and engage. According to Wikipedia, the gustatory system or the sense of taste is a sensory system that is responsible for the perception of flavor or taste. Taste is the perception produced or stimulated when a substance in the mouth reacts chemically with the receptor cells on the taste buds in the oral cavity, mostly on the tongue. The five basic tastes are saltiness, sweetness, bitterness, sourness, and savory. In this week's Rite of Passage Experiences, or ROPE, I am talking about some fundamental misperceptions about food and eating that I had that I had with my parents. I never went hungry per se. 
but there were misunderstandings about how much food or calories I consumed. Because I exerted a lot of energy when I used my crutches, I normally consumed 2,000 to 3,000 calories a day. Some of my favorite foods were high in carbohydrates, like mashed potatoes and pasta. I sometimes asked for second and third helpings. I gained a reputation in the family as a slow but voracious eater. I would eat more and more, sometimes working on my third, helping 30 minutes after everyone else left the table. My mom sometimes would say, you really eat me out of house and home. The phrase came from William Shakespeare from his play Henry IV. It was a sarcastic comment that many people used. But sometimes my parents didn't understand the amount of food I consumed and the energy I exerted. Sometimes my mom would say, that's it. I would try to ask for more food and she told me that I ate enough. Then she would remind me that I needed to listen to her. She sometimes continued that she would sometimes go hungry as a kid because my grandparents had a limited supply of food. Both my parents grew up in the 1940s and 1950s. My parents were children of immigrants from Europe and they often grew up with food scarcity. If they challenged their parents, they would often get in trouble. They sometimes went to bed hungry because of their food circumstances. For me, I sometimes needed more energy or more food to chew on because of the amount of calories I burned. My parents sometimes didn't understand the extra effort that it took to climb stairs or do physical therapy. It was taxing on my body and it meant that I needed more food to chew on. I understood that my parents were sometimes tired or, or exhausted and they didn't understand that I needed to get more fuel to keep up with the other kids with the activities or that it took twice or three times the effort to complete. The problem became more serious when my parents thought I was being unreasonable. They sometimes thought I wasn't listening or that I was trying to be difficult. By misunderstanding my request and me not being able to explain the situation or advocate for why I needed more food, the situation became more contentious. My parents sometimes thought I was trying to undermine them or give them a hard time. When it reached that point, it often became a compliance or discipline issue. When my parents teamed up and increased the leverage in the situation, I quickly gave up. I sometimes didn't know how to convince them to understand why I needed more food to chew on. I've had a lot of time since I was a kid to chew on these thoughts and to think about why sometimes I got in trouble for simple, albeit time-consuming requests for more fuel. The irony was that 
If I had more fuel and food for thought that I could give my parents, I would have been able to move faster and gotten them to understand my needs. I was afraid to push the situation or advocate for myself further because I didn't want to get into a more troublesome situation. The troublesome situation sometimes had thick complications. Troublesome situations are difficult to explain or get out of. The Urban Dictionary defines troublesome or complicated situations as deep yogurt. Like Albert Einstein, I tried to stay with problems longer, but sometimes I got into deeper and thicker problems. Sometimes the problem left a bad taste in my mouth. Were there one or two things that you could lean into or learn from? Did something I said stick with you? There are more episode resources in the show notes. Thank you for allowing me to be a voice inside your head. Please share this podcast with someone you know. Were there one or two specific things that you learned or liked? Would you mind joining and sharing it on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group? You can listen to the show on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. I invite you to join the group. You can also email the show at thecerebralpodcast at gmail.com or send questions, comments, or ideas for the show. And remember... It takes effort to be vulnerable, be accountable, and be respectful in the way you treat others and yourself. You can be the biggest variable in your life when you take ownership. Now, take hold, engage in your world. You are now leaving the Cerebral Podcast. I never give up. I never give up.